Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturay, creator of pro-metabolic food supplements, skincare, makeup, or soon-to-be skincare and makeup. We're very, very close now. I'm also joined by my co-host and also co-founder of New Strength, Craig, Coach McDonald Sausage, as he's doing in our program. A lady that I spoke to today on the sales call, she's like, no, I've been listening to your podcast. She's like, I really love the ones with you and Craig, how you have a bit of banter and, you know, people call him Sausage. I'm like, it's pretty funny, isn't it? Mm. That's funny for everyone else, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny for me. Was it you that come up with that? No, I said it. I called you sausage on one of our lives. Yeah. And then the the someone, one of the clients got onto it and then they coined you the coach sausage. Yeah. Spread like wild. Spread, I know. So good. Anyway. Very good. So, uh, you know, Vic, our ops manager, is like, guys, you got to cut down these podcasts that you do. They're yeah. supposed to be quick, like 15 up. minutes. She's like, stop yeah. doing such Back massive topics. Good one, Vic. Yeah. Lucky we've got our trust, trusty advisor, Vic, our ops manager. Everyone needs an ops manager. Yeah. Hoskin keeps us, you know. Pulls the chain on Kitty. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Keeps everything running smoothly. So anyway, we wrote a big list of like, we wrote it, I split it into, you know, I had a process. I had training, nutrition, mindset. And I love I wrote, a good process, yeah. Wrote little subtopics underneath of all these tiny little things that people ask us that can be covered in like 10 to 15 minutes. So at the top of our list, we we're just like, okay, we'll start with training. And one question that we get a lot is what it, what rep range is the best rep range for building muscle? Because I had some chick message me on Instagram going, Oh, so, you know, should I pull the weight back and do less reps? Is that what's going to build muscle? So, Craig, yep. okay. what's so, the best rep range to yep. build muscle? So really, really simple. Um, ideally, the best rep range is anywhere between kind of 6 and 30 reps, okay? So uh, w- when we think about um, uh, what actually grows muscle, we need mechanical tension, right, which is basically your ability to train to as close as possible or at concentric muscular failure. So literally the point where, say if you're doing a bench press, you lower the weight down onto your chest and then you press it, right? Um, if you get to the top there, you can't actually you know, press it off your chest. That's concentric muscular failure. So certainly some exercises like a bench press, you don't want to be going right to that point because it's not fun just going, hey, can someone help me come and lift this weight off me? Um, but you, you want to be within one to two reps short of that absolute. So technically, you can build muscle in how many reps short of true failure? What's the study show that you talk talk about? Yeah, so like so 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 two two rep two one to two reps is generally ideally what you want to do. You can, depending on your training age, and if you're just kind of coming back, it can be more like four or five reps, right? But after that, it needs to be progressively as the weeks roll along, get closer and closer to failure to keep continue to create that stimulus. So I just tell everyone, you know, train to failure. If you're a little bit more advanced, you actually understand what that means. And generally keeping one to two reps in the tank kind of makes sense depending on the training program you're doing. One comment you make a lot to me is that with a lot of women that come into our program is I don't think you've ever said to me, oh, that person really knows how to train to failure. So mm-hmm. like you often get them just to, until they get more experience to push yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just, they, yeah, I yeah. just think it's 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 better because you can just go well. The, the, as long as your form is good and it's standardized, so mm-hmm. you know, rep one looks the same as rep ten in terms of range of motion and control and all that. Just train until you literally can't do another rep, right? And that's I just keep it really another good 
standardized right uh, yeah another good yeah. step obviously yeah. all right so you, you yeah. just do as many as you can and that way it's just like well did i do better than last week yeah I, I i got an extra rep or i got an extra two reps i'm like right you you have progressively overloaded then and that has allowed you to you know progress on last week's session and then you can continue to do that so it just becomes really really objective then if you're like well i got one extra rep last week i pushed till i couldn't do any more and then this week i pushed two until i couldn't get any more and i just happened to get an extra rep or two great you've made progress right okay, so what you what you're saying is that as long as you're working between six to 30 reps yep. you're pushing it to muscular failure you can build muscle but what is ideal because i don't really ever see you programming someone to do 30 reps no no so again it just sort of depends right like um certain exercises are going to be better in certain rep ranges right so generally i like to keep squats um under 10 reps so anywhere between the six to ten rep range all right because they're hard and they're heavy they create require a lot more stability they require you to have your breathing and bracing on point and there's just a lot going on they're harder to do you know unless you're super advanced right you know doing a 20 rep set of barbell back squats you know, like i mean it's just hard and requires a lot of effort requires a lot of stability or whatever so i don't taxing hey too i find whenever i do them i'm like it smashes definitely, me definitely really yeah. really taxing so the, the thing is it's like yes you can absolutely build muscle up to 30 rep you can even build muscle in the 40 to 50 rep range right you can absolutely do that the problem is if you were to base your workout on that is that you know let's say you go to 50 reps the first 45 reps are not really doing much of anything except fatiguing you because we know that you have to be in ideally within, you know, two, three, two, one rep away from actual true failure in order to, you know, um, bring upon those high threshold motor units, which are the muscle fibers that have the biggest propensity for growth. Right. So it, it doesn't make sense to do all of your sets where you're doing all of these high reps because most of it beforehand is not doing anything. It's just fatiguing you. Right. So, Ideally, it makes sense to kind of stick into that kind of, you know, that 10 to 12 rep range, because if you're, you know, the first eight to nine reps, you sort of get in the groove and then you've got like three or four reps left and you've only done 10 or 11 or 12 total reps, you know, and it's not fatiguing, you can then do more exercises, more sets across the board and accumulate more volume. So the goal is to train with really good execution, with really high effort, close to failure, right? progressively overload so trying to add a bit of weight or trying to add reps each week and then the amount of sets and exercises you do should be relative to your recovery right so you might need to do eight sets per body part per week you know and that might be done over three days you know some people are a bit more advanced they might need to be doing 10 sets you know so they might need to go to like a four-day split or something like that you know it, it again it just depends on the person you know some of the exercise selection but at the end of the day push as close as you can to failure, regardless of what the rep range is. And you'll know that each and every set that you do like that is actually going to be counted towards legitimate stimulus in order for you to actually gain muscle. Okay. So we don't want to try and overcomplicate that. <clears throat> and this is why I just share it to people like, oh, should I be keeping reps in the tank and whatever? And I'm like, no, just do as many as you can. As many as you can with good form, that's all you need to think about. And then if you if you progress on that, then it's good. You know, what if it tells me to do this rip range? It doesn't matter. Just do as many as you can. So right. what's, oh, no, you're probably going to say, well, there's a million ways to skin a cat. But like what's some ways that you program in our like 
program typically like as an example you know my programming i do one heavy set with six to nine reps so i find the bottom of the range and then i add try and add a rep each week until i get to the top of range and then i add some weight and i start at the bottom and that's how i progress it and then the second set i aim for 12 to 15 try to find the bottom so 12 and then each week i'll try and add a rep and when i get to 15 i'll drop it back to i'll add weight and drop it back to 12. That's yep. how I do it. So heavy set and a back off set. I like to do it like that because I like, I think, oh, the heavy set's the hardest. You know, I just really need to give everything to the heavy set. And then once you take 20 kilos off, you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. This feels really light. You know, it's easy. Yeah. You yeah. know, I did squatted 120 kilos the other week, put a hundred on and did 12. And I was like, I mean, I was still gassed at the end of it, but it was like hundred felt light after yes. doing 20. So yes. what's some different, I mean, that's one way you could yeah. do it. What, what What's another yeah. way? Yeah, like so it kind of just depends on the person and, and how much, you know, experience they got and how well they can execute certain movements. You know, and that's that's the way I generally typically like to do it for more advanced people. Like I like to have a top set where they go really, really hard in a certain rep range. It's, it's the, you know, certainly on those bigger movements, like keeping it in that six to nine rep range, you know, I, I generally like to do for things like squats and deadlifts and that sort of thing. Um, and then do a back off set that's a little bit higher. Things like leg press, um, you know, I'll generally have a rep range of sort of like 10 to 10 to 12, and then I'll get them to do a back off set that'll be like 15 to 20. Because leg press is one of those things that you can kind of get on there and grind reps out pretty safely because it's a it's on a stable device and you know you lock yourself into the seat. It is one of those things that's a lot easier to do higher reps on um, and really get a lot more of that metabolic stress than you can so much with squat. Again, it, it's a skill-based movement. It depends on the person doing it. Um, so yeah, I like the, the doing the hard set first and then doing a, a back off set or two um, in order to uh, elicit more volume and work in a different rep range. I think that's that's really, really cool. Um, but also doing it the other way, like for for people just sort of starting out let's say actually get some of the movements i I like to actually just do a normal period uh pyramid so it's basically where they'll do um you know a set of up to like 12 13 ish reps and uh then they'll go to it to like a set of eight so we might program at like 75 percent of their one rm then we move up to 80 percent, which is going to be around that kind of between six to eight rep range and then we'll go up a third set another five percent again so they'll get around sort of anywhere between three and five reps now as i mentioned earlier the best rep ranges is between six and 30. So someone's going to put two and two together and go, well, why are you doing a third set of increasing the rep where they're only going to get less than five reps? And the reason is, is because for uh, novice lifters or relatively novice lifters or people that are fairly new to actually training a little bit more appropriately, we, we need to create as much neurological adaptions and overload in those early days as possible. We need to get your body feeling like this is what I'm capable of and this is what heavy weight feels like, right? So if we do it in the pyramid way where they do their lighter set first and then they do that like the heavier set first and then they do the extra heavier set first, uh, extra heavy set last, it then they've already done two sets where their body's very much warm, they're already kind of used to the weights and then they've only got to do like, you know, like, three or four reps at this heavier weight and it literally just gets their body just going holy shit this is a really really quite a heavy weight they do it and then the next time they come in to do that first set again because they've had two sets previous to that where it's like a moderate like an increase in weight and then a a big increase in weight 
they go, oh man, this, this feels really, really light. And your body adapts to that kind of overload. And it's just like, oh man, this is really easy. And then when you do that, you see like people make progress really, really rapidly because their, their body's just like, oh, I'm not scared of this weight because I've already felt a weight that's 15 or 20 kilos heavier than this. But naturally I wouldn't do something like that at the start because that would just be way too much. That wouldn't be appropriate, right? And certainly on machines like uh, you know, leg presses are good, hack squats are good, um, even squats, deadlifts are a really good one to do that with. Um, bench press, anything like that where you can kind of overload safely by doing it at the end of two kind of increasing sets um, is, a, you know, is a really, really good way to program. And I think that for you know, the novice intermediate way is really, really good to push them up. And then after that, once they've got a really good handle on knowing how to execute a movement, standardization, being able to brace, being able to maintain a really good tempo. And, you know, like that, you can just see that the skill level is really good there. Then it kind of makes sense to do the heavier set first, you know, and, and go like, that's the set that you're going to make all your progress on or big, big amount of progress on for this session. Let's do that first while you're fresh. Because if we're going up in that one, then we know that we're at this stage, we're making legitimate progress because we're not thinking about the neurological adaptations because this person's already developed all those at this stage. It's purely about grind muscle increases. So, uh, you know, like a reverse pyramid, uh, reverse pyramid for a bit more advanced people makes sense. Um, you know, just a, a linear pyramid. So increasing up is kind of good for like a lower um, intermediate people. Um, sometimes I'll just do straight sets depending on the person, you know, where they just do, um, you know, they're just trying to aim for, uh, they, they say they've got three sets and we're, say it's like 70 kilos. They do as many reps as they can on the first set. They might get 12 reps and then they try and do as many as they can on the second set and they might get 10 reps. And then they do as many as they can on the third set and they might get seven or eight reps. And the goal over that program is literally just to add a rep until on the first set, they get to say like 13 reps or something. And then that would be the indication to then bump it up. So the sets two and three are always chasing the first set, um, but it just kind of keeps a bit more simple because they don't have to adjust the rate. They're just changing reps. So at, at the end of the day, it all works, right? And, and, you know, like I said, as long as you are using a weight that's relative to your capability and you're pushing to within one to two reps of, of failure, so why don't you then just because I know that women will think this and ask this question and like you know when I was competing in powerlifting my programming looked different yes you know I would do five sets of five you yep. know like it would go like that and I would do fixed reps but not pushing to failure yep. um obviously that was training for a specific goal of lifting one correct to the, yep. and I it was about skill skill acquisition so why don't you program like that like you know women go like oh, I'm doing five sets of eight why is that suboptimal if you're trying to, like, if you're not competing in powerlifting, I guess, <laughs> would you say? Yeah, like, I never I'm, see like, you program like, like that. Like the, the reason why, like, like you were doing like five sets of eight, for example, was because the, the, um, the goal of obviously powerlifting is being able to execute this really heavy weight for one rep on a particular day. Right. So all of your skill development, your ability to, to, to brace and, 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 you know, um, maintain the load and, and, and all of these things have to come into that one point on one particular day. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense for the most part to do lots of sets of that particular exercise that you're going to execute on that day in order to just get really good at the skill. Do you know, it's just like, if you wanted to be good at kicking a football, would you kick it 
a couple of times a day or would you try and kick it multiple times a day? Like you obviously you would kick them because there is a skill element involved. When it comes to building muscle, it's less about the actual movement that you're doing. So if you could do squats, well, cool. Yeah, I'm not saying squats are not a great builder. Absolutely are. But some people who are not that great at squats or potentially just don't like doing them, we can go, well, let's do a couple of sets of hack squats, right? That it can be very, very quad dominant. Then let's do some, um, maybe some um, slightly higher, wider stance leg presses. So we get a little bit more glute involved. Step a little back bit, lunges. A is on fire today. I've been doing them glute. yesterday. Yeah. So it kind of makes it, you know, the way I sort of look at it is like, instead of doing multiple sets of the same exercise, just do like two sets and then change and then have different variations throughout it. So you're doing like a, like a, a quad dominant one, you're doing more of a hip dominant one, you're doing like a single leg glute dominant one, you're doing a, you know, like a leg extension. So you're just doing like a, a, an isolation one. Like it makes sense to kind of, you know, I kind of hate using this term, but like bodybuilders would say, like, well, you want to hit the muscle from all the different angles. And it's like, well, if your goal is to change your physique, absolutely. That's how you need to think of it. It's just like, what movements are going to suit me best that I can execute well and then do lots of those. So, you know, that's just the way I think. There are lots of people out there that are like, oh, I just like doing four sets of squats and four sets of leg presses. If you are overloading that, your legs are going to look awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. But I just, I generally find just from my own anecdotal experience that um, most people, like when you get it, trying to get them to train hard, certainly from a coaching perspective, is that they just lose their intensity after about two sets. Right. When they've got to do three and four sets, they're just like, mm. And then I've got to go and do this other exercise after this for four sets. And oh, it's the worst, doing more than two sets, unless it's like a bicep curl or like, yeah, sure. you know, something, something like a bit that. more easy, but squats yeah. and deadlifts. And I'm like, yeah. oh man, I'm toast. It's, after it's, just, it's just hard work. And I, and I think if you can kind of break it up, like on my leg day, it's like uh, I do two sets of single leg RDLs, dumbbell RDLs. I do two sets of leg curls and I do two sets of squats, mm. two sets of leg presses, um, uh, two sets of Bulgarian split squats. So it's sort of like, I'm doing two hamstring, a hinge movement, and then a knee flexion movement. I'm mm. doing a big squat movement. I'm doing a, like a low stance leg press, and then I'm doing a single leg like glute thing with the Bulgarians. Mm. Do you know? And that, that I think, just works really, really well. It creates a lot of variety. It allows you to just go, okay, I've got two sets to put in a lot of effort, and then after those two sets, I have to be done with that exercise. I can move on to something else. Do you know? So, uh, like, that's just the way I see it, and then it's kind of attacking the, the muscularity from a different point. So... I think that's just the the how we have to look at it. Like, you know, and, and I'm not saying that all powerlifting programs are like that. Like a lot of powerlifters now train more like that. And then as they get closer to uh, their competition, they'll start to bring in the squat. So they won't do a lot of squats in maybe the first four weeks of the block. They'll be doing more leg presses and stuff like that from a more muscle building. Then they'll start to bring in the squats and do like a strength phase, you know, where they start doing like the five sets of five and that sort of stuff. And then they'll go into a peaking block where they'll do like, you know, where it's literally just they'll, they'll do like three sets of one or four sets of one where they just do really, really heavy singles to get them really used to that heavy weight for that one single rep on the day. But that is all based around the fact that, that it's a sport and the goal is to be really good at squat, bench and deadlift. When it comes to like physique development, you just want to look at movement patterns. You want to look at a squat pattern right? And I, we've spoken about this before, a press pattern and a, and, a, and a hinge pattern and that sort of thing. But the squat pattern is, you know, that you've got a squat, you've got a, a hack squat, you've got a leg press, right? You've got a pendulum squat, you've got all of these squat type movements. 
but the different exercise variations should be dependent on the person and what they enjoy and how well they can execute it and, and, and that sort of thing. So it becomes less specific from the actual type of movement or type of exercise variation that you have to do. Because mm. at the end of the day, the goal is to overload the muscle as much as possible. Mm. So, you know, if you can find, you know, uh, some uh, a particular movement, you know, I've got, got some clients that just, they do really well on a Smith squat. Mm. Like they don't like back squats. They get under a Smith squat and they go full range of motion and they, can maintain a really good and they just like oh i get off this and my legs are just like pumped and you know they're really really sore and i could feel the so it's just like okay great let's keep rolling with that do you know what i mean so yeah awesome well that was a good much quicker episode i hope that answered your question mm. um and as always please uh review this episode and uh give us a rating and if you've done that before you can rate and review as many times as you like. So I always encourage um, people to do it um, after each uh, episode and for extra brownie points and the chance to win a tub of Saturay Premium College and take a screenshot of the review of the episode, share it on Instagram stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-L-D. And each month I pick a winner and they get a... um, a tub of collagen. And if you're new here and you haven't joined our seven day eat more train, less get results challenge, I'll pop the link in the show notes. It's an awesome introduction to what we do. We'll show you how you can get really specific with your training and nutrition. And, you know, you don't have to eat 1200 calories or cut sugar or cut carbs or train six to seven days a week and flog yourself um, with cardio to get results. In fact, it's the opposite. So um, thanks again, uh, Craig, and I'll see you next week.